Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. He listened to him on the Joe Rogan experience. Classic. Uh, June Same 20- thing. Documentary. 2019. He created an event on Facebook on June 27th. So a week later, he was like, yeah, let's go get it. Um, He wrote, (laughs) I forgot about this part too. If we Naruto run, we can move faster than their bullets. Let's see them aliens. Welcome back. Happy Wednesday, TWS. We're here trying a little something different a deep dive which is nothing different for us but some news came up this week now people call them aliens so to say yes the very same scoop i don't know if we can technically call them that anymore after the word of uh, david grush now maybe we always could have mcmahon scoop jump in here what do we what do we make of the A word? I, it seems canceled. It's by a lot. Non-human biologics is mm-hmm. is how they're doing it. They've also rebranded UFOs to UAPs. Mm-hmm. So it's, I feel like, I don't know what this technicality is. I don't know what this rebrand is. But I feel like it's part of the reason uh, society hasn't crumbled. is because they're using these words. I mean, I, I feel like they they purposely, like, changed the name. They're just trying to confuse people, you know? They, you constantly talk about one thing, and you can't, it makes it harder to search for things, you know, on Google. Direction. Yeah, they're playing, they're playing games. The SEO, that's what they're doing. <laughs> it's one of those, it's like, I, I want to believe it, that. But also, we know, like, the word alien just has a bad kind. Con- like, you say somebody says they saw aliens, there's a connotation to it. And some of that went into, like, this congressional he- uh, hearing which happened last week because yeah david grush was a former air force intelligence uh intelligence officer and he told congress on under oath i'm gonna say all those words again because that was terrible david grush former air force intelligence officer told congress under oath that the government is quote unquote absolutely in possession of unidentified aerial phenomenon like the McMahon said, what do we make of the, even the UAP? It doesn't roll off the tongue like UFO. I'm sorry. No, UFO has such strong branding. But remember early, early pandemic, you had every slapdick being like, oh, it, it reminds me of this movie. And it reminds me of that movie. I think they're trying to avoid that. Just jackasses mm-hmm. comparing it to Stranger Things, to to Roswell, like the TV show Roswell, to right. Men in Black, all that. They're they're trying to be like, all right, yeah, they are aliens, but we don't want to call them that. That's what we use for foreigners now, just for people not from this country. We've, we've taken it and used it for that. So now we don't want people to be afraid of that. Well, we do want people to be afraid of that, but not in right. this manner. It would be a very American thing to... Yeah, have much more respect for the people not from 
this universe. The planet. People, oh, yeah. The people uh, <laughs> very much from this planet. Build a sky wall. Yeah. Uh, that would be who will build the sky wall. Another thing that David Grush testified is that there's a program to collect and reconstruct crashed UAPs. I don't like UAPs. I'm sorry. Oh. We're gonna. I, I just don't. I prefer. I want to say UFO, but I don't want a dead name. I'm trying to use the non-human biologics and UAP. I'm not going to be able to. Like you, I'm. I'm trying. Their names. There. I don't know. There is dead naming. Yeah, like they didn't. They didn't make themselves known and say, "Hey, don't call us that anymore." Like this, someone else is making this decision for them. We don't have to follow it. It's also they've changed objects to phenomena, which makes it seem like. It's not an object, which I don't even know what that means. Phenomena leaves open the door. That's not. It's not like even an object. Like it's, it's just not of this world. It's just yeah. something you can't explain it whatsoever. An essence they of some sort. They can't even narrow down what UAP. I've seen unidentified aerial phenomenon. I've seen unidentified anomalous phenomenon. Well, I watched. I watched like an old Vice documentary. I think it was like. It seemed like it was from last year, maybe the year before. And they talked about, like, there's been plasma ball sightings in the UK. That was going on for a really long time. And then there's the Hesdalen orbs in Norway, which is also, it it looks like some kind of plasma orbs in the sky that are unexplainable. So there's, there's these things going on, you know. It's not always an object. Navy officials, Air Force officials, and commercial pilots said they've spotted UAPs. And they have not been kept in the loop. I understand you want to be kept in the loop, but that feels like one of those, like, you dog, you don't want to be kept in the You know what I mean? Like, if I tell you what you might see, you're just going to have more questions about what you might see. I feel like the loop is more, have filed this? Did it go anywhere? Or is it just right. sitting on a desk somewhere collecting dust? Like, is, is anyone acting on what we're seeing? Because one of them, I think it was Garcia, uh, was saying, like, hey, we just we don't know what to do when we're up there. Exactly. <laughs> and we have, like, there's no, should we shoot them down? Should we try and make contact? Like, we have no, we're not told anything. And admission, yeah, they have no idea what to do. Yeah. So we just would like to, some heads up, you know, like when you enter a forest, there's typically a sign, like, hey, this is what you might encounter. Be cautious. These guys are just going up into the air. They don't know. Is it possible it is just like something that is easily explained, but now that they're all freaking out about aliens, they're just seeing things that aren't there? I'm sure it's some of that, like for sure. But there was, I've like watched some of the Navy officers. And they're old guys. That's that's the thing. Is like it's not young guys. It's like it's like older vets. Like in the Vice right. thing, I was like retired vet. Yeah, yeah. Like the guy was like retired. He was like fifty years old. You know, I'm not sure what his name was. It might have been Fravor. Was it Fraver? Yeah. Yep, the, David yeah. Fraver. Yeah, the Tic Tac video. The Tic Tac. That's exactly what I was going to say. They said they saw a Tic Tac shaped object hovering below their jets, but above the Pacific Ocean. They saw multiple of them, and they saw them descend about 80,000 feet in less than a second. And they said, like, they had, we have weapons on hand. Do we use them? Would they even work? Because they said the Tic Tac was mirroring their every movement. 
And when they made a move to cut it off, it disappeared. It, it took off so fast they thought it disappeared. It was spotted 60 miles later or 60 miles away, less than a minute later. And Fravor was like, listen, we the quote I thought was so interesting. He said, I think what we experienced was something well beyond the material science and the capabilities that we had at the time that we currently have or that we're going to have in the next 10 to 20 years. End quote. That's not a long enough runway for me. Something is this this is the tack. Bro, I think it's moving. I think this is the tic tac. And like I, I found a site that tried to like explain this away and it said like it was a, a most likely a commercial a commercial like airliner or something. It's like no way, it's moving way too fast. That's kind of what they were all saying. It's like, yeah, we don't have anything that moves anything close to this fast. And he said 20 years away. Again, I don't like the way you phrase that. Mm-hmm. Like, we could have the tech sometime shortly. But, yeah, if it's moving like that, we don't have the capabilities to do that. We're not even close. So what What do you tell a Navy officer? What do you tell a commercial pilot that sees this? It's like, hey, we want the heads up. What do you tell them? Well, they they even just want to be able to say they see these things without being taken out of their job. Because right. I believe it was uh, Fravor or Fravor, Fravor who said, like, listen, the commercial pilots are seeing this stuff, too. They know they can't say anything because they will get off that regional oh. Phoenix to L.A. Uh, so fast. So the spirit's ripping them out of the sky tomorrow. Immediately. And yes, yeah, like, okay, we would like to be able to report this stuff. Not even like whistleblower. I just want to report that I saw this and not be like, oh, well, we have to kill you now. <laughs> because that's essentially what, uh, not for, or Grush was testified like, no, this has affected people's like life. He's like, do you know of people that have been harmed? And he's like, absolutely. Yeah. And I, I just watched a video right before we started this. <laughs> They were actually supposed to have way more than three people speak at the congressional hearing. It was supposed to be about 12, but they got phone calls from someone at the Pentagon. They don't know who. They wouldn't say who, but someone at the Pentagon called them and said things along the lines of it'd be better if he didn't go to the hearing. (laughs) Ixnay on the Estefante. I love the... I feel like it was the the woman who was asking most of the questions, and she just kept laughing because she was like, "This is not what I got elected for. Like, why? Why am I doing this?" Yeah, how do you get to that part of Congress? I'm like, no, no, no. I wanted to take money from poor people. I didn't want to listen to this. This blue. What's this? I mean, I'm reading an article. It was like a scientist. It was just him. Like, it, it was his analysis of the hearing. And he, he starts it and it says, I'm also on the advisory council for an international group that strategizes how to communicate with an extraterrestrial civilization should the need ever arise. Like, how do you get on that council? Who decides that? No, I'd like to be on that council. We should be on that council. It feels first base coach. I don't want to say first base coach is an easy job, but it feels cut. Hey, if they come in peace. We come in peace. If they don't come in peace, none of this matters. <laughs> my, my, my work here. Hey, hey. Out the second, I, I can't think you're doing anything. It is what you're out. It's like the ball's sailing over the outfield wall. No, take two. Go, 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 go. 
If they come in peace, we come in peace. If they do not, we leave it in pieces. That's would generally be my my rule of thumb. I think that's what gives me the most solace about all of this. There have been so many. I think what what the lack of credibility with around aliens all these years is it was the National Enquirer and the hillbillies. Like, that, those are the two people yelling about aliens the most. And it was just like, all right, this is gobbledygook. Where there are congressional hearings and they're changing the names of everything to sound more official, it's like, all right, well, huh. they, haven't, they haven't exploded the planet yet, so I'm not... How concerned can I be? Again, like you said, there's not much I can do about it. I, I will say, though, one of the reps, I think his name was Burnett from Tennessee. I was watching the news, and he was doing, he was talking about how he thought it went, and he was mad they didn't get their witnesses. I think he was drunk. He was just like, his yeah. eyes were closed. He was just like, you know, we really we didn't get the witnesses that we all wanted. We have more scheduled. It's like, he was like off a bar. He was drunk. Something was going on there. Halftime on football boy. Because he wasn't an old yeah. man. He was like Urban Meyer's age. He's in congressional hearings doing the perky dance. Perky dance. Let me do the perky dance. We see Kamala Harris. She's going. She's going crazy talking about the wheels of the, the bus. House, man, we, it's a party. It's a party and occupation. No one even questioned her. She's always talking about the wheels on the bus and stuff. Like, I mean, well. They go round and round, Scoop. Two and two together. That's all I'm saying. What's good for the good? No. <laughs> it's good for the gander. There yes. it is. I didn't, want to, I didn't want to take your line, but I was trying to set you up. There we go. It is, it's a great line, <laughs> and it is my line. I said it first, and I've been true. saying it often. True. I thought it was weird when Grush said it during the hearing, then winked and said, I got you, Scoop, at the camera. Did I catch that part? It it's taking good. off. Taking rounds, yeah. There's... <laughs> There were multiple parts where I can't remember her, the representative you're all talking about. She would ask a question and Grush would essentially be like, yes, I would love to tell you more in the secret science room. Like, did you, you know what a skiff is? I had to find out what a skiff is. S-C-I-F is pronounced skiff. Do you know what that is? Were y'all familiar? Because I was not at all. No, I was thinking skiff with a, a, a K and it's like on, on the water and it's a fast boat. Not quite. Um, <laughs> This one, sensitive compartmented information facility. And it's like the most private of private rooms. I know you can do some good yelling in there. No Are you kidding it. me? Oh, a nap? Are you kidding? You just, you just wouldn't hear like the water fountain outside. Footsteps in the hallway. Nothing. I'd be scared to sleep in there because I feel like I wouldn't wake up. I'd enjoy it so much. I just think of one of those rooms where they're like, you, it's so quiet, you can hear your heartbeat. Nobody can be in there longer than 12 minutes or you'll lose your mind. But that, like, for some of the answers, it, it's like, could you tell me more about the people you know that have been harmed? He's like, yes, in the skiff. If we go to skiff, I can tell you, because if I told you right now, it would fuck everybody's shit up. Everybody in this building. And she was like, yes, we'll go to skiff. There was a lot of that. <laughs> I just, Mostly, yeah. yeah. <laughs> when that happens, though, I'm kind of like... 
why are you doing that? Because we're having this hearing, so it's out in the open. The reason we're doing this is because you're you're literally you're a whistleblower. Here is your chance to blow the whistle, and then you get in the mic and you're like, "We got to go into a room where no no one can hear what I'm about to say. We can't. This what's happening right now. This is actually bad. I, I, I we can't do this. Like I don't get that. That's kind of where I was, but then I was like. Oh, you know what kind of information he must really have that he's like, I like literally if I said this stuff and these clips went viral of things like I am actually verifying I've talked to or know somebody that's seen it and all that. If I really tell you about the shit I've seen. Or he has nothing and he wants attention. It's an option. I, I was going to say, is this the kind of attention he wants, though? He's under oath, and he knows right. like, he will yeah. go to big prison if he's just lying and wasting everyone's time. And he's for sure not in prison. He's a free man. And he, like you said, he knows, what do you say, 40 people, 40 witnesses is what Some he has. Lineup, yeah. They can narrow down who those 40 are pretty quick. So he's got to yeah. be doing some protecting of people yeah. he used to work with. I, I very much took it as more legitimizing what he was saying because he he would say he would say one of two things he'd either say like i said from the rooftops yes or he'd go (laughs) i can't tell you this publicly we gotta go to skiff like those were the old it's how he ended every sentence was one of those two paths like yes i've been screaming about the uh i gotta keep reading (laughs) biologics because it's such a new word to society he kept saying it like it wasn't a new word too i didn't care for that he kept saying like we've all been calling them biologics all this time he's trying to get he's making fetch happen why (laughs) fetch always happened everyone a lot of this stuff is though like they see technology that the public doesn't know about, so they can't explain it. Like, oh, it's even above their pay grade, you right. know? Something you said earlier, Cody, I thought of. I did think just from going to the supermarket anytime at all, there was always the inquirers. There was always the whatever inquirer knockoffs that had yet yeah, like they would they would hillbilly the folks, like make them try to look as dumb and like but non reputable. Mm-hmm. as possible it's like yo you believe if you believe them what was the name what was that couple oh from uh, the 60s? that's uh barney and betty hill that's the name of a couple that's awesome 1961 non-human biologics and new hampshire and fun fact they are the grandparents of ufc fighter angela hill does she like lean into that i feel like like grandparents that's a that's a direct connection. You know what I mean? This ain't three, four bloodlines away. I, I have to lean into. I th- I think she's she started speaking about it recently when she does like commentary. She'll talk about it, you know. Mm. So yeah, I think she's been talking about it more. Barney and Betty Hill are fascinating for a bunch of reasons, but I I don't know if you can start talking about them without mentioning that it was 1961 and they were an interracial couple living in New Hampshire. I was going to say, if anybody was ever to be like, hey, let's do something that will definitely put the attention on us. (laughs) Let's bring more. No, no, no. No, everyone come gather around in the 1960s. Yeah, they they weren't like shouting from the rooftops about this happening to them. Uh, Like you said, I don't think they wanted a ton of attention. Uh, But they were driving from uh what was it they were from uh, uh 
vacation at Niagara Falls back to uh, Portsmouth, New Hampshire. And that's supposed to be roughly a four-hour trip. And it took them seven hours. (laughs) They don't remember the three. They don't remember the three at all. Uh, They got home. They checked their clothes. Clothes were torn. Barney said he had a a strange uh, feeling he needed to go to the bathroom and check his genitalia just to make sure, just to make sure they were, everything was intact and they weren't. Uh, But one thing. Good for him. Yeah, no, it it was. Uh, Betty started having very vivid dreams for the next week. She was not a dreamer. This was not what she was about. She started having very vivid dreams about this. And what was something about that? They started going under hypnosis separately. And every time they were retelling things, they, they, like they weren't matching up their stories ahead of time. They were going very separate ways, getting asked different questions and would all ultimately stumble upon the same series of events as much as they know. The one part I find fascinating, all Barney could talk about was the eyes. That's all he really remembered. Eyes pushing in. Like he said his the eyes were so close to him, he had to close his because it felt like they were pushing into his. And if you were to say this wasn't aliens, there's only one other group of people I can think of that are only eyes that would have a problem with a black and white couple in New Hampshire in the 60s, which is the Klan. Which I don't think should be completely in the seventies, yeah. For, uh, yeah. To yesterday, yeah. Like, there's a, it's present. Yeah, uh, that's the only other. But where I think that falls apart, Barney's not alive to tell the tale, and probably Betty isn't either. Is how I imagined that would end if it was the clan. I was. I also feel like they'd be like, "No, we know what the clan looks like." Correct. Right. I, I hadn't seen these non-human biologics before. Right. The clan, we see them quite often. The clan's not like a "Hey, we just want to talk to you for three hours" type of type of yeah. organization. Yeah, what do you what do y'all mean by this? What's going on? Yeah, they, I don't think the clan really wants to get to the bottom. But love uh, on your way. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh no, we support that in every way, please. And forgetting the three hours, like how would they manufacture that? Like right. unless, like spiking a drink, but that 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 lasts a long time. It doesn't just three exactly. hours, and yeah, you're still driving. Where, you know, where would the where would the drink had even been spiked? Unless they right. saw Niagara Falls and they were following them down Route Three to Portsmouth. Like it just doesn't make any sense. Barney worked for the post office. Betty was a, a, a social worker. They were part of the NAACP. Uh, makes sense for new hampshire i can't imagine again it was 61 i can't there still are they were the only members rational couples of new hampshire like it's very not people who are trying to draw a ton of attention to themselves um but yeah that new hampshire has finally like pretty recently recognized this is like an actual thing that happened they've put up a sign Mm. where it has happened uh unh which is where betty went uh, has recognized her. She lived to be 85. Barney tapped out at 46. She never remarried. Uh, the dreams went away, Betty said, but it just consumed her waking moments now. Oh, this, much worse. This happened much worse. <laughs> I get eight hours of sleep and 16 of misery now. 
Um, and uh, Betty drew like a star map from so they part of like the hypnosis and getting questions and all that was drawing. And these aren't like Van Gogh. They were just the Barney drew. Yeah. yeah, Barney drew essentially what we've all come to accept as the common. Like when you picture an alien in your head, that that long face, big, big, big eyes, dome, big eyes. But he said the they were gray, yeah. uh, not green, which I don't know when that change happened. Which it makes more sense. Gray makes feels more like, sense than green. Green one hundred percent has to be like television yes. dramatization, right? Like gray's just born. You make them green and long fingers and all that. Well, we talked that one time about the little green men, but that was like oh, most likely that was owls, right? That's yeah, what they came. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, no, the the green were actually just feathers, not green feathers. Um. But so she 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 drew this constellation just from mem from memory from recollection, and it didn't go anywhere until 1968, where Marjorie Fish of Oak Harbor, Ohio, which I, I love that name, uh, mapped. They don't out name this. people like this anymore. No Barney, Betty, Wilma's Fred. Oh, one of, one of these days we should go Bears. through the list of the the 400 from the Gilded Age. It was like the 400 people that were allowed at socialite gatherings. Who crazy, had clout. crazy names there. We might need to, to, to go through the, the yeah the clout tier. Uh, but she uh, she came to the conclusion that it was the double star system of uh, Zeta Reticuli. Could be mispronouncing that which is uh, roughly 39 light years from Earth. Carl Sagan said it was big cap. He wasn't, he wasn't buying it. And Carl Sagan was our foremost expert on space at the time. Still our biggest hater. Yeah. Uh, but David Saunders, who was a statistician and also uh, liked UFOs, disagreed with, with Sagan. Saunders claimed that a match among 16 stars of a specific spectral type about thousands of stars nearest to the sun is at least a thousand to one odds. Like that's it's crazy rare that someone from memory would be able to be like, no, nah, that was them, and someone else could match them up. So if they were aliens, that's likely where they came from. So we we can aim the doohickey right at Zeta Reticuli for what they did to Barney and Betty. Yeah, and one one of the things um I was uh, reading about was like the theory that maybe there's like a, a hole to like a parallel universe somewhere and that we, we just don't know about it, but someone else does and they use it to come between us to cross over to us, you know, certainly possible. They would, we just shortcut like the ones that crash. They would just, man, I, yeah, I know, a, I know a way we can cut several thousand light years off. Our <laughs> we'll, we'll go through New Jersey. And cut some time off. Has anything else happened in that area that you said, New Hampshire? Not to this level. There were some other haters at the time who said that there was, uh, I want to say exactly what it was. Because they, they had, Barney and Betty were like, they also were trying to not believe it. There, mm -hmm. Some people were saying like, oh, they were just tired from driving. Listen. I've been tired from driving. I don't get this 
like I, I'm not like, oh yeah, I was uh, <laughs> abducted and probed. Like that's not. It's like no, I was sleepy. That's all that happened. Not on a four hour trip. They didn't drive like across the coastline, like down the coastline to Florida. Four hour trip. You know what you saw. Oh, so you don't fall asleep driving for three hours. Yeah, you'd be fine. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't cross the center line once, actually. I'm really yeah. good at this. Yeah, we went over at dinner. It was fine. We got back on the road. I, I do know there is something it, There is something called, what? It, you kind of get hypnotized by the road when you drive Definitely, for so yeah. long. Oh, for sure. But not for three hours, I don't think. <laughs> no. That feels like The passenger, Right, right, right. That's a, right. Yeah. Now, I mean, maybe one of those women couldn't drive or interracial couples couldn't drive back then. So one driver. But yeah, if you're driving 10 hours across Death Valley, yeah, I, it probably starts to run together for you. Three hours in the Northeast? Uh, yeah, no. They were trying to say maybe we saw the moon because they said they saw bright light. And so they were like, maybe it was the moon. And they were like, no, the moon set so many hours before your drive. <laughs> like, not the moon. Confirmed unmoon. <laughs> It was 2 p.m. But Jim no, McDonald, saw the moon. Jim McDonald, a resident in the area, uh, produced a detailed analysis of their journey, which concludes that they were misperceiving an aircraft warning beacon on Cannon Mountain as a UFO. Uh, McDonald knows that from the roads they took, the beacon appears and disappears uh, the way someone might think a UFO would appear and disappear. He doesn't have much uh, as to... Does this speak and abduct people? Does it make you drive for three extra hours? Like, there's you only got so to much those frequently road. asked questions yet. There's only so much road in New Hampshire. You know what I mean? There's not much you could. There's not a lot of dilly dallying in New Hampshire. There is an episode of Criminal Minds where someone flashes colored lights, and then the the people like get hypnotized, and then they get abducted. That could have happened. Maybe maybe that's how they came up with that idea. It would, you know, infuriating would have been people like maybe you just saw the Krispy Kreme donut. Like it was alien. We saw fucking aliens. Oh my god! Why won't you believe? Both there are two of us. This is one person. Uh, Barney reported that a binocular strap had broken when he ran from the UFO back to his car. He recalled driving the car away from the UFO, but afterward, he felt irresistibly compelled to pull off the road and drive into the woods. Uh, let's see. Barney described being. Oh, wait, where's Betty? That's what I need. Described being extremely horny for no good reason. I was like, yeah. Uh, they said I need to eat a steak dinner every night, Betty. And stay <laughs> out too late drinking with the boys. No, that's what this was in my head. Arriving home at about dawn, the Hills stated they had some odd sensations and impulses they couldn't readily explain. Betty insisted their luggage be kept near the back door rather than the main part of the house. Their watches would never work again. Ever. Is that any watch? Any watch they put on? The ones they were wearing during the event would never work. Although that's a good question. I don't know. I don't know if like biologically they couldn't any watch they watches. Their wrist just stopped? Uh, Barney said that the leather strap for the binoculars was torn, that we could not recall it tearing. The toes of his best dress shoes, not his best dress shoes, no. his best dress shoes were scraped. Barney says he was compelled to examine his genitals in the bathroom, though he found nothing unusual. Unscraped. They t- <laughs> he was like, still packing heat. They took long showers to remove possible contamination. Each drew a picture of what they had observed. Perplexed, the Hills say they tried to reconstruct the chronolo- 
uh, chronology of events as they witnessed the UFO and drove home that immediately after they heard the buzzing sounds, their memories became incomplete and fragmented. After sleeping for a few hours, Betty awoke and placed the shoes and clothing she had worn during the drive into her closet, observing that the dress was torn at the hem, zipper, and lining. Later, when she retrieved the items from her closet, she noted a pinkish powder on her dress. She hung the dress on her clothesline and the pink powder blew away. She really dropped the ball there. Uh, but mm. the dress was irreparably damaged. She threw it away, but then changed her mind, retrieved the dress, and hung it in her closet. Over the years, laboratories have conducted chemical and forensic analysis on the dress. Uh, there were shiny, concentric circles on their car's trunk that had not been there the previous day. Betty and Barney experimented with a compass, noting that when they moved it close to the spots, the needle would whirl rapidly. Uh <laughs> So all very normal New Hampshire <laughs> stuff. I'm still thinking about his best dress shoes, man. He's like, hey, come on. <laughs> <laughs> come on. That's how they should have known he was telling the truth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because he wouldn't have allowed that. On my best that. shoes, dog? Yeah. Stop it. I got one pair of these and one watch. <laughs> and the shit don't work. <laughs> Never again. <laughs> I feel like that's a thing I've heard before. Like, definitely not in congressional hearings, but People say if they've encountered them in any way, like it's usually like nuclear weapons testing. It's like they come in contact any way they, the non-human biologics touch and just stop whatever is working. So the watch thing makes sense. They were just like, yeah, this doesn't work anymore. Like as they were testing nuclear storage, it's like they, had to, they touched that and none of our shit worked ever again. None of this million dollar stuff, billion dollar stuff worked ever again. And his best dress shoes. It's a damn shame. Yeah, and another thing that Vice thing talked about was um, two years after the first nuclear tests, a hundred miles away is where Roswell, the alien or whatever, crashed. So the timing there is that's that's a little a little weird. And who knows? Maybe we we set off some kind of alarm when we were doing those. Like people were like, "Whoa, whoa! Someone someone's doing something out there. We got to investigate." I, mean, I want to jump too far ahead, but it, it, is that where Bobby Lazar comes into definitely into play? Because he was work like at the Area Fifty One like subset. I think his was S four, but it was like within the Area Fifty One compound or whatever, and. I feel like he was kind of saying some of this stuff. Like, just I feel like a lot of the reaction I saw when this stuff went out public, it's like, hey, why is nobody nobody cares about them saying this stuff? It's like people are like, well, they've been saying it forever. Not in this setting. Anything we ever heard, it was all yeah, word of mouth or all that. Not under oath for the fear of <laughs> of perjury or people with like, serious well, jobs. You know? Yeah, it was like well. Also, what are we supposed to do with this information? I I saw a TikTok yesterday where a guy, he was just like, hey, you were admitting it. There's aliens. And someone, someone was like, we have so many problems. We don't care. Like, what's, what's going on in society? Like, we're, this is so low on the list of things we need. And it, Rinse do, buddy. Like, I, yeah. people do not care. Because they've wow. been ramping up. The government's been ramping up. There's biologics, uh, non-human biologic stuff, really since April 2020. Nothing else really was happening around that time that I can recall. 
but April 27th, 2020, the Department of Defense released three videos of UFOs via U.S. Navy Super Hornet fighter jets. And they've been talking about it pretty steadily ever since. That's why these congressional hearings didn't even really go off that loudly in my brain, because they've, they've just been talking about it for the last three years, like kind of nonstop. Right. Why April 2020? They trying to was that a news dump, a, a pandemic news dump? They tried to oh, get in front of it. for the next six months. Yeah, we'll get ahead of this. They'll forget this. Yeah, I think they're or to go the other way, like, hey, let's not even focus on the pandemic. What about this? And people were like, <laughs> we're focused on the pandemic, and they were like, damn it. <laughs> yeah, that didn't work. <laughs> they were definitely hoping that the by the time the pandemic was done, the alien stuff would still be working. You know, they thought the pandemic right. would be over in like three weeks, a month. You know, <laughs> it, it didn't even take that long. Really, it was over in what several days. Mm-hmm. What do we know about this Bobby Lazar? What's his angle? Why does everyone hate him? Do people hate him? Government does. I was gonna say there, there's a subset of people. He's also he's had some unbiologic related criminal run-ins. Yeah, that, yeah. I'm looking at his, to, his yeah. Wikipedia right now. It says here, pander. He's got uh, criminal charges of pandering and trade of illegal goods. Felony pandering? What does that even mean? <laughs> Listen, it's, I mean, if y'all really want, they thought, I think allegedly they thought he was running a prostitution ring. Oh, yeah, yeah. that's what it said. That's the first Yeah. <laughs> wow. So. I don't know if pandering was like that. No, it wasn't a ring. I was just pandering. Bobby Lazar, the pimp? Wow. I didn't know uh, pandering could be swapped out for pimping. Because I'm looking at it right now. Pandering and pimping. is like Pandering's like, I don't know who to pick this week in the big game. I don't want to upset a fan base. No, no. No, That's not what it means at all. (laughs) I only know what it means from the Iceberg Slim book. He tells a story when he was young. He got caught with like the daughter uh they were both like in high school or whatever, the daughter of somebody very important. And he would have been busted for pandering, but you can't pander for anything other than a prostitute. So mm-hmm. this guy would have been saying, Okay, well, my daughter's a prostitute. There were no charges filed because you can't pander for anything other than a prostitute. That's Bobby Lazar knows. We don't need to <laughs> get back into that. So he starts talking in eighty nine, right? If we're doing connecting the dots, which is really all we're doing here today. 89, he starts talking about all this. 1990, he gets this pandering charge, which is not a thing. Like, that's not a thing. That's not a real thing. They hit him with the pan. He's like, yeah, I'm also addicted to aliens and pimping. Some, yeah, he's like, I love strange <laughs> of all kinds. Extraterrestrial <laughs> <laughs> strange. Intraterrestrial strange. Then in 06, 06, the internet's like, pretty on at that point like we're we're cruising on the world wide web that's when he gets hit with uh uh, shipping restricted chemicals across state lines there's no one i trust more to keep his chemicals safe than bob lazar like he has those things sealed airtight 
I agree. Okay, but his Wikipedia, I got some questions here because it's education here. It's this is education, and it starts with Lazar claims that's not good under your education section. It says here he's a cl- he, he claim. He claims to have obtained masters in physics from MIT and electronics from Caltech. However, both universities show no record of him. Scientists Stanton D. Friedman and Donald R. Prothero have stated that nobody with Lazar's high school performance record would be accepted by either institution. And Lazar is unable to supply the names of any lecturers or fellow students from his tenures at either school. So what's going on here? This guy a black ops agent? That's tough. It's like, man, who's your favorite professor? That's the LeBron, (laughs) all of them, man. All of my favorite (laughs) professors are my favorite professors. To be fair, how difficult would it be for the government to erase your name from record books of a school? That would take three seconds. That is true. If they want to make you seem crazy and a liar, yeah. Right. And like, well, but I, I, I'm, I've been told they don't do that. If I go in and ask them to delete <laughs> records, they won't do that for me. You know, so you don't get the same scope. You've got a lot of push. We all know that you don't get the same push as uh, Uncle, Uncle Sam. Bobby Lasers gets a little bit different uh, <laughs> credentials. Yeah, and like even at the beginning, and I know it's Wikipedia, but it says journalist Stephen Roderick and author Neil Nixon write that further doubts have been cast on Lazar's credibility due to his criminal activity. Guys shipping mm-hmm. fucking uh, lime and, and, and bought and sex strength. once. Yeah. And they're like, you can't listen to this guy. He's a nut job. Guy got, two, got rizzed up, man. You going to listen to Dr. Riz <laughs> over there? Hell no. Bob Rizar, yeah, that's what they're calling him. <laughs> I saw, do y'all know how he like even got on? Like that was the late 80s when he was known. Do you know how he like kind of first came into like the public space? I used to. He was a, he was a physicist somewhere and maybe he was a physicist. It's, it's claimed, in air yeah. quotes on Wikipedia. So it's in quotes. He claims he was a physicist and he put a jet engine in his Honda and had it just going like 200 miles an hour in the early 80s. <laughs> okay. This guy's sick. He's cool. He's awesome. Okay. Pandering aside, he's all. Pand- no, pandering he, inside. I'm yeah, pandering too. <laughs> no, that's what they busted him for. Uh, crazy. Since he worked at a facility near Papoose Lake, so he knows Papoose. He knows Pap. Trigger Happy Pappy and Bobby Lake. Bo- Trigger Happy Pappy and Bobby Lasers. When did that tape? <laughs> but yeah, he was just the guy. He was like, yeah, I would drive it like to work. I didn't do it to race or anything. I just did it because I'm a physicist and this is just what we do. I put a jet engine in my Honda. So that's kind of how he got on the radar. I couldn't huh? do that. I wouldn't even know where to begin. I, where did you get a jet engine? <laughs> Stole it. He, that's what he was shipping across state, state line. And then it gets into all that. But that was just how, like, that was his first claim to fame. So if he just bust on the scene like that, and people were like, hey, man, you ain't really go to that school. He's like, I'm still smart enough to put a jet engine in my Honda, though. So... What's really up? <laughs> yeah. Like, they have shit for him. Yeah, I'll yeah. get the paper. I got the jet engine in my Kia Soul, though. What about it? <laughs> Every time they ask questions, I just take off at 257 <laughs> miles. I've never been confronted by these charges. It's a long time to lie, too. Like, if you were, it's so easy to get caught in lies, and plenty of people will say, 
he has been caught in the lies, but <laughs> to just keep going, to just keep your head down. Trucking. Keep trucking. Like, I was born in 89. For my entire life, he has been holding to this story. That's, that, to me, that's credibility. Mental illness. <laughs> two sides of the same coin, depending <laughs> who you ask. It is something like, Growing up, we saw like interviews. Anybody who said something like this was kind of perceived as crazy. But now you look at the interviews he get, he gave in the 80s, in the 90s, in the 2000s, in the 2010s, in the 2020s. And like you said, Cole, it's like he's kind of been saying the same. Whether you believe it or not, he's been consistent with his story. He just might not be a physicist. For real. <laughs> like maybe he never graduated eighth grade, but. If like if you're trying to discredit somebody, you would put physicist in quotes. You know what I mean? Like, oh, there's LeBron James, a basketball player, and it's like I don't know if I can sign that guy now. I don't know. Basketball star LeBron James <laughs> said, but he said I don't know. I guess that was the late '80s. He said he was examining crashed aircrafts, and he read government briefings that described quote non-human involvement. In human affairs over the past 10,000 years. He said this in the late 80s. So he's like, this is not new. And they said, that guy's not a physicist. Bro. They told the people in Rome, use lead pipes. It's good for you. They told American people, put insulation in your house. Like 12 years ago. Who's really a physicist? <laughs> even. It does say here, Lazar alleges that his employment and education records have been erased. So, same. Then they keep listing guy like Donald R. Prothero. Like, how am I? Why would I know who that is? He's not even done <laughs> a blue Wikipedia page. <laughs> oh, one of these guys is dead. Stanton Terry Freeman is dead. So he died May 2019. So, I mean, Bob oh. Lazar outlived him. Skeptic Timothy D. Callahan finds this to be implausible. Like that carries no weight over here. Sorry, Tim. <laughs> Sorry, Timmy. Skeptic is skeptical. <laughs> yeah. Like this. Yeah. Headline: Skeptic actually believes. Now I'm listening. Yeah, skeptic like... <laughs> still skeptical. Cool. Or this person you know makes a point. <laughs> it's a lot of Wikipedia for Bob. Uh, yeah, 2017, Lazar's workplace was raided by the FBI. Like, that doesn't happen to guys who don't know anything. To guys who don't have <laughs> stuff. <laughs> this is the Al Capone. They got him on, what, like, tax charges or yeah, something like they, that? Like, yeah. we, yeah. Maybe they were just raiding anybody. Wait, hold on a second. Wait, 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 wait a second. It says here. It says here. Okay. Lazar theorizes was to recover element 115, a substance he says he took from a government lab. Records obtained through the Freedom of Information request show the raid was part of a murder investigation to com to determine whether his company sold thallium to a murder suspect in Michigan. So they're next, selling. Up, up, up. The next sentence is quite important, Scoop. Is it? Is it? Yeah, Lazar is not listed as a suspect in the investigation. So they're just investigating <laughs> people not tied to the murder? <laughs> they're taking a look at him for uh, who killed Julius Caesar, too. <laughs> who gave him the knife? <laughs> who supplied the knife, Scoop? Riddle me that. Bobby Lazer's over in the corner. <laughs> hmm. 
It's like, hey, you know a lot about jet engines. Where were you September 10th, pal? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> I get, uh, me and my Honda are out of here. <laughs> Wait, but he was talking about element, yeah, 115 mm-hmm. in, was it 80s or 90s? 80s, right? Immediately. Like, this was. Yeah. To, he was early him, to it. To him, it was like his. Evidence is smoking gun. That's at least how I hear it when he talks about it so much. And I find it interesting in, in 2003 in Russia, they discovered a different element 115 to try and push this one under. They they called this one, what did they call this one? Moscovium. Moscovium. Oh, yeah, named after Moscow. How fucking inventive. Mm. Uh, and there's <laughs> one new element just called Tennessee, bro. I say y'all just gave up the ghost. <laughs> y'all just quit fucking trying. No effort. So Lazar in '89 went public uh, about Element 115. Uh, he said it's impossible to synthesize an element that heavy on Earth. The substance has to come from a place where super heavy elements could have been produced naturally. And he said 115 is basically what gives the crafts the anti-gravitational field so that they're able to move and fly in ways uh, that things on this planet can't do. Yeah, and it says uh, it, it, it bends light around it, so that makes me think again of the, the spheres, the plasma, you know, bending the light, you know? It's not like, like adamantium or vibranium, whatever stuff, that, like whatever the comic book thing is, the perfect element that you can make everything out of and yeah it was added to the periodic table in 2016 and he was like i've been talking about this for 30 years what are y'all what are y'all talking about and i ain't call it no moscovium well he he said moscovium isn't exactly what he's been talking about that's where it's like is this did they just slide something to 115 to try and cover this it's kind of like the frozen theory with disney did disney just make a movie Mm -hmm. called frozen so that people when they Google Disney Frozen. Stop getting theories about Walt Disney's frozen head. Makes you theories. think. Uh, because this article I got from HowStuffWorks.com was published and then republished with an editor's note. After this story was first published, we heard from Jeremy. Oh, this guy's got way too long of a name. <laughs> Jeremy, Jeremy Kenyon Lockyer Cor- Corbel, who directed Bob Lazar's Area 51 and Flying Saucers documentary. Corbel interviewed, uh, emailed us additional information about one, uh, Element 115 that we've excerpted here. When Lazar first came forward in 1989, he made a point to explain that there's no reason a version of Element 115 couldn't be synthesized and observed at some point in the future. In fact, he predicted that it would be observed, but just likely not in a stabilized form because of the statistical improbability of landing on a relevant isotope. The isotope discovered in 2003 is not the uh, isotope that would account for what Lazar has uh, described having access to while working at Area 51, Site 4, like Tyler said earlier. Lazar reports that the 115 he had access to was far more stable. So he's just shitting on uh, Moscovium. Uh, if it was stepped on, bro. Yeah, <laughs> I, had that, I had that pure Moscow. <laughs> that mule, we call it. My understanding of Lazar's thinking is that with the advances in bombardment technologies or techniques, uh, new isotopic combinations would be achieved. However, just like how gold has 37 different isotopes and only one isotope is stable, 115 is suspected to have mostly rapid decay isotopes. 
So hopefully in the future, we will land on a version with a longer mm. half-life, even if it just ends up being a few atoms. That would be cool. Uh, core. Can't really end the email with that would be cool. That's... That would be dope. <laughs> Wouldn't that be gnarly? Yeah. That would be fucking sick, bro. That, that would be fire, win. dude. <laughs> Best regards. Senator, Senator Admiral uh, Robert F. Bitching, bro. I did because it's called 115. I think I saw it has like, I think 23 more protons or something than anything else on the table. And again, he's like, I I got this pure in the 80s, man. Like, I'm telling y'all, this is something different. They're like, no, you don't. No, you don't. You got nothing. I don't know. Is it? The, do you think it's the same? Did they step on it a little bit? Well, kind of like what he's saying. And now that I'm an expert in this, as we all know. Uh, I think the gold analogy helps me a lot where it's just like, all right, I, like a lot of the science talk way out of my depths. Like I just, I remember learning about half-lives and chemistry or whatever class they teach half-lives in. I know I didn't do well in that class. So well, I remember I start... hearing the teacher talk about those things. <laughs> right. Learning. Uh, but when he talks about how like, yeah, there's 37 different types of, I, I I interpret that and it's probably wrong, but like there's 37 different ways to see gold, whether it's under a microscope or what have you, but only one is the kind we can have to put that shit on. You know what I mean? Like, so they, they, they're on the ballpark of 115 in Moscow, but it's not nearly what the, the future could uh, be with this element. Yeah, so that Bam Bam that uh, Robbie had back in, in the 80s. We yeah, so essentially they're trying to reverse engineer and make their own with what they found. So, like, imagine you found a bag of cocaine and you're like, I think I could make this. And you try to make it yourself. That's what they have, you know? Just working backwards is end up with the whole uh, coca plant. Yeah. Yeah, one of the scientists here says presently all the atoms, all the created atoms of element 115 have decayed way too fast to be used as f to, to fuel UFOs. So that makes me think that's that's what happens with a lot. So I think it's interesting when people talk about Lazar, when they attack like his character, his pandering, uh, his, his degrees that he may or may not have. Every time they get to the science of it, they're like, Listen, he's not wrong. Uh, right. Yeah, just, they say you're pandering. They say you're uh, an idiot. Right. Yeah. No one's been like, this guy doesn't actually know ball. They're all like, he knows right, ball. Yeah. He knows too much ball. <laughs> In fact, we may have to delete his educational records for how much ball he knows. Outside of that, you see, like, you're on the level as a human being. And the whole, like, reverse engineering, that's another thing Grush said in the hearing. He was asked, like, you know, if there's this, like, reverse engineering and reconstructing crashes and all that, that must be expensive. And Grush was like, you betcha. <laughs> Where is this? You're like, who's paying for this? And he was like, they're essentially, I'm paraphrasing, he's like, they're taking money from other things. Born Ukraine. Goes right to the aliens. He's like, so you mean like you're under oath? You're saying that they're misappropriating funds, and he's like, what? big funds, the biggest <laughs> funds. So misappropriated. Dog. If we could step into Skiff, I'll tell you how <laughs> how much they are blowing money fast. If we could step into the Skiff, 
I can't imagine just reverse. I've been thinking about what Scoob said. I can't imagine reverse engineering anything. Like I just, I don't have engineer's brain clearly, but just what? I look at an ink pen and it's like, it's an ink pen. I don't think to, like what what created each part of this. You almost had to cancel the show because your desk was too high. <laughs> yeah, so I. <laughs> Listen, when you say cancel the show, I mean forever. Like, if the desk never went down, never... I'm not talking the Tuesday show. There's just no more TWS. I'm sorry. I think about it both ways, though. Like, <laughs> how do you invent something in the first place? But also, how do you invent it backwards? Like, I just don't get it either way. Like, the first person to invent a toilet, how is he like, yeah, we need a toilet. Pipes will go. It'll just fed up. flush. That was, that was you what know? fed up looked like. <laughs> Like this ain't this ain't fed up. This ain't necessity is the mother of invention. This is something completely different. The first dude would t- he said, "Man, I can't take this shit no more." Like literally, I cannot take this shit no more. <laughs> no, I will not shit in the yard, Gladys. <laughs> yeah, dude, what's going in the yard? Uh, push it with a stick. He's like, I must become much <laughs> much smarter than I am now to create a solution for this problem. I want to say it's, it was raining that day. He's like, I just want to shit inside for once and not have it be a plague again. <laughs> He's like, oh, no, I got the plague and died at 17 at the ripe old age of 17 before I was able to make any ways on this irrigation system. At, every once in a while, you hear about kids who, especially more in the 90s, but it would be like, oh, yeah, he used to take apart the VCR and put it back together. Mm. I'm like, if my parents saw me with a a taken apart VCR, I would have gotten the spoon across the forehead. (laughs) That's what I would have gotten. Yeah, they wouldn't have been like, oh, Scoop's so smart. They would have... (laughs) They would have beat you in the cameras. I'll tell you that. (laughs) (laughs) I remember, like, small toys and stuff like that. I remember I had a robot, and I took it apart once and could not get that shit back together. And that was the end of Trilly's engineering. They just a, just splitting like I couldn't even get it like back to back together, but not working. So it's like my parents don't even know this shit was just splitting. I was like, yeah, I I found a screwdriver and a hammer, and they went crazy. Yeah, yeah Teddy Ruxpin is no more. <laughs> my my dad used to always be like, yeah, you'll learn how to like. I'll get you a bike, but then you'll learn how to take it apart and put it back together. I was like, I don't need the bikes together. We're there. We've crossed <laughs> like the finish line. I'm not running back to the start line to run the marathon again. It's completed, my friend. I'm going to buy you a car. Then we'll reverse engineer it. <laughs> New struts, shocks as well. I think I'm more blown away with just engineering as a whole. That's what I've learned from all this. I already knew, feel like I already knew the biologic stuff. I, feel, I know we've talked this before, but before this, did you all believe like life elsewhere other universes or realms dimensions whatever you want to call it oh yeah for sure we just don't, i just don't know what it is you know i like to believe the theory that it's actually us out there you know it's already us you know like that the, the jordan peele movie yes well i don't know i don't know what the theory is it's just like us in the future is out there already or something you know like a parallel universe there, I, I mean, that's, I, that's scary. I don't want there to be more us's. Like, if it's a whole different type of biological, fine with that. It should not be more. There shouldn't be uh, America too. Somewhere no, else. no. I mean, there's 
don't know how popular a theory it is, but when you die, your energy is released into the cosmos. That's from what we can tell what happens. There's a thought it lands on a different Mm. planet, different solar system, different whatever, and can become life. The energy itself doesn't die. Your husk does. So if the energy transfers, yeah, if the energy is infinite, it probably hits somewhere. So even if you don't want to be like this completely like the gray or the green aliens, if there's nothing like that, but there are just different life forms out, just life in general, because life, we always think like us three, like humans, but on this, that's where it's, it's, I find it very hard to believe there aren't other types of life. We see infinite types of life on this very planet. (laughs) You think it all just ended up here? (laughs) So much. We killed some of it off. And are trying to kill off other parts of it. We've named yeah. them endangered species. No space for you, Dodo. See ya. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Just looking to the light. That's. I feel like I generally was like, hey, I, I don't know about that. And just realizing, seeing things in scale. It's like just how, how much smaller Earth is than... Saturn, which is how much smaller than Jupiter, which is how much bigger than whatever, and how far away that is. It's like, I, there has to be. Again, maybe it doesn't look like us, like you were saying, Cole. Maybe it's not human by a lot or whatever, but life in some, a plant, a bug, a tree, something somewhere. And this is the one we got. Imagine that. Imagine somebody else's energy died somewhere else. You could have went anywhere else. And you just end up in whole time you in Rhode Island, bro. You could have been. It was a reticular uh, number. <laughs> it's eight or seven. Yeah. It's... Yeah. <laughs> whole time you in Mississippi. I, I, I think a lot of people don't want to believe in aliens because they think it makes life here seem less special. And I kind of mm-hmm. disagree with that whole thought process. Like life anywhere is truly a miracle. However it came about. You see, like how hard it is when a woman's impregnated. That's literally millions of semen that didn't become a baby right there. Like that's how thin the margins are. We're all miracles. Like you can still believe miracles and believe life exists elsewhere as well. Yeah. That always, I think that's what checked me on. I was like, that's the narcissism of it. It's like, we correct. Of course, like we're the top do- of course, what else could exist? And if it does, it's dumber and stupider and <laughs> worser than us. And in fact, I think if it does exist, I. What do you think we fall on the scale? Like are we bottom of the barrel? Are there? Oh, words? we're so stupid. We're so. We, stupid. we definitely are. But are we? Are we the stupid? You know no, what I'm saying? Because no. if you're acknowledging other life, some of it will be. Like if we're fiftieth percentile, what percentile are we? The ones that are coming here and leaving all this element one fifteen, they one hundredth percentile. I feel like we're. We're like the 40th percentile. There's probably some some places that are still primitive due to just like the the creatures that still live there prevent like humans Timing, from yeah. expanding or learning or doing knowledge type things because they got to fight big animals still, you know? Yeah. You also got to think if you believe in such things, if, if the Big Bang Theory happened... And there is a true center of the universe that would be that that was established. Talking about time and a, I wish Arian were here. Arian Foster loves this shit. But talking about time 
on an intergalactic level. It's different than talking about like, oh, it's about to be three thirty. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a little bit different. But it's like if you think about because they just came out and said, oh, Earth is actually much older than we thought it was. Like that, <laughs> that just dropped like last week. <laughs> like it's yeah, much older. It's not two thousand twenty-three years old. No, surprisingly, they think it might be twenty-five. Twenty twenty-five is where we should be. But um, so it's like, where are so whole solar systems are they in their infancy? Kind of like what Scoob was saying. Like, right. I also think this planet, if it weren't from our, our the help of two asteroids, people always give credit to one asteroid, the one that wiped out all the dinosaurs. The other asteroid that brought water here, those are the only two reasons we're here. Dinosaurs would have folded this up real quick, and no oh, yeah. water, no water, we get no shot. That's when I put cool on the end. Yeah, the asteroid brought water to our planet it was very cool and then the email that way and i had one more scientist named uh john von neumann uh he theorized that the easiest way to explore the universe was with self-replicating d uh, not dna ai so like you release the ai and it would yeah. find a way to replicate itself as it explored more of the universe so who yeah. knows <clears throat> maybe some some people release that millennia ago somewhere else and now their AIs are getting here now but they're already dead back home and the, the AI don't even know. See that's me. Now I'm guy that watched the movie and now everything reminds me of that movie. This is all essentially us with Jordan Peele man. <laughs> they were just living underground. If you're saying like your human replica is living in a different dimension. Theirs was underground but if this one is in a different realm, dimension whatever, maybe so. So it's just giving me us by Jordan Peele. <laughs> it's giving us by Jordan Peele. Yeah, that's, <laughs> but that's I the do, sequel. Uh, like going to the Earth time, uh, I do think it's fascinating. 2019, September 2019, a matter of fact. That's when Storm Area 51 really popped off. Swept the nation <laughs> by storm. Was that, that, that was before? I guess it was. It was, it was before, yeah. and the world shut yep. down, which I yep. find very yep. interesting. Uh, <laughs> but I guess I didn't really understand how it started, which is also very funny. Matt Roberts, who I'm sure the government fucking hates, <laughs> just posted. Physicist Matt Roberts. <laughs> so it's very funny because they call him Matty Roberts, too. So it's, mm. it's like 21. Like, he's still like 23. You know what I mean? Like, he's not an old man. Uh, on June 27th, asked Facebook users to band together and raid the site and a search for extraterrestrial life and conspiracy lore claims that may be concealed in inside. More than 2 million people responded going, and 1.5 million said maybe on the events page. I said maybe. I was one of them. <laughs> if I was free that day, I would swing by. Uh, on the day of the event, only about 150 people were reported to have shown up at the two entrances to Area 51, with none succeeding in entering the site. Yeah, you need way more than 150. Those were mowed down immediately. <laughs> I mean, one of those guys brings a Humvee, get in there. I mean, you got a chance. Just got to break that break that wall. Bobby brings the Honda. Uh-huh. To be fair, 1,500 people did make it to Rachel, Nevada, which is where all this happened, but only... A tenth of them were like, we're actually here for the storm. We're not here. Like, musicians <laughs> went. They had a little festival. Like, they had a grand old time. But he uh, he said, 
uh, he's the moderator, Matty Roberts, of the Facebook page, shit posting because I'm in shambles. Real. Uh, Too real. He said he watched Bob Lazar's uh, documentary. Oh, no, excuse me. He listened to him on the Joe Rogan experience. Classic. Uh, June Same 20th, thing. Documentary. 2019. He created an event on Facebook on June 27th. So a week later, he was like, yeah, let's go get it. Um, he wrote, <laughs> I forgot about this part, too. If we Naruto run, we can move faster than their bullets. Let's see them aliens. <laughs> let's... <laughs> So the boy had a strategy, a leader. He said he only uh, received 40 responses three days into the events listing before it suddenly and unexpectedly went viral. And boy, did it. He probably was like, yeah, now this will will get around to 72 people. It'll be a fun (laughs) little joke. Yeah. Once you start, you're just scrolling like Instagram, you're like, Stormer, if that was my idea, that's me. That's me on this video. I just be right there storming like uh, <laughs> <laughs> on July 10th, speaking with the Washington Post, Air Force spokeswoman Laura McAndrews stated officials were aware of the event. Never anything you want to read if you're Maddie Roberts uh, and issued a warning saying Area 51 is an open training range for the U.S. Air Force. And we would discourage anyone from trying to come into that area where we train American armed forces. Basically saying, we'll shoot you real dead. You will be shot. If you cross that line, you will be shot. (laughs) Everywhere is the gun line. Local government. In August 2019, Lincoln County officials drafted an emergency declaration and a plan to pool resources with neighboring counties, anticipating the region being overwhelmed by at least 40,000 people. The county had just 184 hotel rooms, and officials expected the local cell phone network to be able to cope with the additional traffic. Yeah, we're woefully unprepared in this nation. For much of anything, really. They really thought Mad Max was going to happen to break into Area 51. Like, they were going to show up crowbars and stuff. Oh, Listen, yeah, when that many people see it, you better you you got to prepare for a million showing up better than be like ah they're just kidding and then a million actually show up. This was, I mean, two the event reached three point five people either going or maybe <laughs> by August twenty second. This was for September. Like you got to be ready. Like that's right. that's not like next year. People forget that this is like oh, next month. I bought the tickets. We're going. Yeah, to no, Nevada. we're. We're touching down there. We'll be there the eighth through the twelfth. We'll probably storm the tenth and eleventh. And this was also the summer of Little Nas X, in Old Town Road. And when he mm. did the video, the remix video, it was storming Area Fifty One. So he was Billy stuff, Ray, stuff the very same. Mason Ramsey, who I've seen Mason Ramsey recently, he's gone through puberty and stuff. Very peculiar. Very strange. Don't care for it. I haven't seen him, and I. I don't I'd care like to. Too. Keep it that way. Yeah, I'd like to keep it that way. But uh, copycat events <laughs> such as plans to storm a genealogical vault of the Church of Jesus Christ of the Latter Day Saints, Loch Ness, Bermuda Triangle. I don't know how you storm the Bermuda Triangle, uh, and the Vatican <laughs> City's archives were also created. So when you start to see people with a lot of time, uh, this was 2019. It was a different world. 
literally <laughs> march 2020 happens and it's like you're no one's going outside ever again actually you're not storming any of these places we promise you won't see your friends you won't see your family you are inside buddy think about them just storming a lake was like 850 people stormed a lake they drowned <laughs> every single one they, they just kept they just kept running until they couldn't they didn't even try to swim it didn't take very long at all but i do think it, it's like this happens in 2019 they get nervous <laughs> they get nervous and then by 2020 they start giving us little droplets of information i find that interesting yeah just please stop standing outside the fence we're gonna tell you some things about the aliens we're gonna give them some new names just whatever you do just stop knocking on the front door please yeah, do not stick your fingers through the fence at the non-human biologics please do not feed them uh crust bread crust peanuts corn none of that yeah none of that it's bad for their stomach it's just bad for their stomach What do they tease us with next? What do they? If this is a little breadcrumb they're giving us in this here, it's like okay, okay, we admit it's real and maybe has been, and we're misappropriating funds and yada yada yada. It feels like it's only a matter of time until we get like some like base footage, right? Like on a cell phone, someone recorded, you know. That's one. Of the, it it'd have to go to the cloud immediately because they would not. Oh, yeah, they wouldn't survive. Yeah, yeah, they would not be leaving that facility. Well, I think when I hear that, I automatically think of how people discredit it. And it being cell phone or security cam uh, footage true. is exactly how they're just like, yeah, they. So that's hey, it's, uh, it's, it's all hiding in plain sight is is the stage they're at now. In my estimation, they're like, yeah, we'll we'll tell you right in Congress. We'll waste Congress's time with this. We'll we'll say it because it's not. Like, people are talking about it, but like I said, society hasn't fallen. People got bills to pay. That takes precedent. So they can show us. They, Like I said, the Department of Defense released three videos in 2020. People just don't. They've got larger issues. Until they get the Independence Day. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> they, got the, they got the chopper on top of uh, YC's house. Oh, in New York. 1600, yeah. Yeah, that's <laughs> what <laughs> That's when people would be like, oh, man, this is a problem. Until then, I think most people are just like, they haven't messed with me. You have government. These guys, they're all right in my eyes. I'm not too worried about them. It is kind of funny how they're like, it's fast. You know, it's so fast. It's not out of this world. It's like, I'd be scared if it was really fucking slow and it was just patrolling. (laughs) Just lurching, yeah. Like, if it's slow enough to where you can see it, then we've got the problem. When they're going fast, that's fine. Let them go as fast as they want. Out of sight, out of mind. Yeah. If we we just saw it perched on the moon, for example. Like, if it was just... Like a gargoyle. Hey, man. You guys know the moon look a little... It's got a hat now? What's that? (laughs) (laughs) Did the moon wink? Did nobody see the moon? (laughs) I gotta stop smoking this shit here, boy. That's what Betty and Barney was trying to... Nobody else saw the moon burp. Nobody saw... And thought that was strange. <laughs> That's... Because in the movies, you're right, Scoob. It's not the fast ones. It's like the the giant 
mothership slowly right. creeping towards Earth. They're like, that feels like a problem. That feels right. like, <laughs> that feels like the a center opens issue. up and it just, yeah, yeah. they just, uh, they <laughs> just descend. It's like, huh? <laughs> yeah, Barney was like, babe, we're not getting back by seven. <laughs> I know. I know I said I'd take you to your sisters, but we, I think we'll have to brain check it. Yeah. yeah. Schedule. We'll see her next Sunday. <laughs> Hopefully. Hopefully <laughs> we see her. You boys had any experiences? You seen any UAPs? No. Any close calls, close encounters? I don't, I wish I had a story, but I, I was probably looking at my phone. I probably missed it. You think you've ever missed one because you were just not paying attention? 100%. Oh, 100%. <laughs> just glowing and radiating. It's like... <laughs> bright as hell over there. It's bright would, as hell over here. That's what I'm tweeting. This in the tweet. We'll pay 150 for a date, matter of fact. Drive <laughs> 45 minutes? That's ridiculous. <laughs> Yeah, excuse me, buddy. Guy just—he's on my heels. <laughs> Whole time he's a non-human biologic. When I was really young, before I knew what sleep paralysis was, I thought I had an encounter because I had steps that came up to my bedroom door. Very trusting parents. Steps that came up to my bedroom door, and there was like a, a floodlight out there. And so I look, I opened my eyes one night experiencing sleep paralysis, didn't know what it was. And I saw like a shadow out there, same head thing, all that. And I remember trying to stream, scream and couldn't. So that's when I was like, oh, they, they got me. They zapped me. Uh, and then years later, I found out what sleep paralysis was. And I was like, all right, that was, that's the more Occam's razor. That's the more likely scenario here. Yeah. Uh, Hopefully so. And yeah. the same thing as having like a real gun and a fake gun pointed in your face. Equally as terrifying if you don't know uh, the fake gun's fake. Not the scoop. No. To me, yeah, scoop's yeah. like <laughs> twisted into a pretzel like Superman, bro. I don't care about this shit. Dude, I've, I've been, when I when I take my walks and I walk that path and I think about that, I'm like, man, I wish I just would have fucking beat that dude's ass on load and went crazy on him. I had, I had permission to go psycho and I just didn't do it. I think it's so much funnier that you didn't. You just said no. <laughs> Agree. I'm not. No, no thanks, buddy. Uh, I, don't, I don't have any money on me. No, no change. Yeah, no change. Yeah, no. <laughs> no what, huh? I'm not going that side of town, man. No, no, I can't do it. If they declared war on us, let's just say all they had was the intergalactic flight. Everything else was on the level with us. If they declared open war against humans, do you think humans would band together? Or do you think it would very much be like, no, no, we, we're going to be out for ourselves. We don't really care what's going on in Asia, Africa. That you guys exactly, got yourself. Yep. Yeah, that's sad. I think, no, it absolutely, I think it'd definitely be like... NATO and then everyone yeah, else. Mind. It would be two yeah. sides. At, at least two. Yeah. I feel like it'd be... Yeah, no, me and my, us in whatever county, Georgia, we looking out for us. <laughs> Are you talking about banding together with eight? I'm, I'm not even banding together with like the people across the street. I mean, let, let me tell got? you, what, what's Miss Evans gonna do in this fight? <laughs> Definitely you know not saying? banding together with the neighbor. I'll tell you that much. Uh, right, school will, school will never reach across the, was it reach across the hall, reach across the desk, whatever. 
the well, aisle. That's the funny because they keep saying this is a bipartisan issue, and I'm just like, that feels like a load of shit. <laughs> that feels like an absolute <laughs> load of shit. I just people don't. Hey, maybe I'm thinking of this in an American way because we do see in, like in France when they lower the minimum wage by one percent of one percent they'll burn the pope's house down mm-hmm. they don't even have a pope but they're just like we're letting you know that we mean business they raise retirement age by like six days or something and they, uh, stuff is still on fire so maybe other places would be willing to band together america nah i think we'd be cooked first mm-hmm. for that exact reason well, I even hear Scoop say NATO, and it's like just one disagreement within those nations, NATO's done. Like, I think we would... <laughs> Opting out. Yeah, I think we would... I think the aliens would just, like, kind of have the threat and watch us kill each other. Like, I don't even know that they'd have to lift an arm. That like, whole time, we came in peace, bro. Like, y'all, y'all fighting <laughs> each other for who's going to fight us. And we are literally just, like, going to the bathroom. Like, we are... I'm on my way to Mercury. We heard Wemby was uh, making his debut tonight. We wanted to see that. Right, I, Beyonce was in Houston. I, how could I miss it? <laughs> they just immediately go right back. They don't have music where they're from. They're yeah, like, no. pretty good. Pretty. I like this song. <laughs> Is that what it's called? Song? Ah! What are you? <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> they just explain, yes, and that's Beyonce. You just explain it. Writing it down. Yeah, yeah. Beyonce. Uh, Accent, accent over the E. Like, okay. Yeah, put yeah, it's no, it's Knowles, Car- Knowles Dash Carter. She goes by. I don't, it's kind of a thing. She's married to Jay Z. Yeah, yeah, they know him. We got he his got- real estate advice. Yeah, all the way out here. <laughs> what, what I'm here for the Warhol. He told me to buy. It. <laughs> Where is uh Dumbo? That's uh... <laughs> me to Soho. <laughs> There's uh, this is where my brain confuses theories with episodes of TV I've watched. But Rembrandt, uh, I think some people thought he was an alien because he was drawing fucking like helicopters mm. and stuff before like bicycles were invented. Like he was right. he was deep in his bag. But I also know that's an episode of Futurama where they go to his planet and it's just all Rembrandts. <laughs> He's actually the dumbest of them. But I'm pretty sure they wrote that episode based off an actual theory, so that's where my brain doesn't remember which is which. But it would explain. They're not like those. Like, yeah. Uh, Were they saying similar stuff for Tesla? Like, just like yeah. the stuff he was inventing. He was just so far ahead. They're like, this guy's not. He's not one of us. He's different. Right. Rasputin. I feel like it's been like a couple. Every once in a while, it's like, yeah, though, there's something different about a person. And then we, Bobby Laser. It all ended. The, the, the last domino is Bob Laser. We covered it all, boys? I think so. I covered all my notes. I feel like we did. We will see. I can't wait. So when we close the show with three, get some news right after. One of us is getting abducted literally right after. Like <laughs> Ten minutes from now. It's like, man, it couldn't have happened. Like, I couldn't have dropped the spaceship. On the house during the show. Oh, live? Live would be awesome. unreal. That'd be all like I y'all seeing this shit out y'all's window? Uh <laughs> take me off cam, Scoob. I'm about to be probed violently. <laughs> 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 I don't 
what else is neighbor being dragged across concrete right now? Yeah. What is going on? Are y'all seeing this? It's not. <laughs> guy's not green for any. Okay. <laughs> we just go to break. All of Scoob's birds just go away. It's just like, that's peculiar. <laughs> that, that or they all just start chirping at the same time. It, just on the, I was like, Scoob got the boys synchronized today. <laughs> but that'll do it for us. We appreciate you tapping in, listening this far. Drop us a thumbs up if you can, please. And thank you for the McMahon. For school, for YC, and everybody helping us behind the scenes to get these up. We appreciate you all. 